0: Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely.
1: Welcome to NBA Today, presented by American Express.
0: Coming
2: up on NBA Today, the return of Kevin Durant, what we and the Suns fans can expect right at the gate, plus discussing Kevin Durant shortly and the Golden State Warriors they felt the playoffs have already started right last night it showed in the second half are the dubs rounding in to form and last time Philly and Dallas battled Luca and Kyrie they combined for 40 plus a piece so what can we expect tonight we will have a full preview coming up shortly Welcome to NBA Today, presented by American Express. And what? Oh, we got a new day? sponsor? We got a
3: new sponsor? <laughs> well, we hasn't he been, been, been here. This has been sponsored by he them just, all week, bro. Really? He just I hasn't know. been I here. I just showed up.
2: It has been a while since okay. the whole family's been in studio together Richard oh, Jefferson, Kendrick Perkins, and can't, can't pick today. your family, a people. <laughs> you can't pick your family. Well, we certainly we wouldn't, wouldn't pick have picked you. you no. damn right. See, this is the way. <laughs> Thank wave you. Thank you. He's leaving me hanging. Oh, Wumps, my bad. what's up, boy? Before we dig into Kevin Durant my friends we're going to start with the defending champion Golden State Warriors because the Pelicans they led by as many as 17 points at half I worry this one might be over but silly me never a doubt about the defending champions especially when Draymond Green is lighting this type of fire early so a hard foul here on Brandon Ingram. Things get a little bit chippy. Having a, a conversation here, Rich.
0: Yeah, yeah,
3: well, look, Draymond is doing what Draymond does. He's kind of like, you know, he's very similar to Dylan Brooks in Memphis. Well,
1: we both know that Ingram man, Draymond to throw them hands. We have been-
2: That is true. The discussion continues. The Warriors, they trail by as many as 20 points in the first half. But when Draymond's clapping like that, having a little bit of a discussion. <laughs> first,
3: that's, that's how we're going to term this. We love you, Steve. Uh,
2: <laughs> Jordan Poole. A miss here. Back out to Steph Curry. It's the one-two punch today.
4: Kevon Looney and those offensive boards really kept that mentality on the offensive end the same way you talk about Draymond defensively. Oh, aggressive. they got their defense back. Oh, snap. There, there we go. The second. They got their defense back. That part. I know
2: this is a lot with Steph on the floor, and he was absolutely exceptional. But to me, I mean, the the ball's moving, Steph's moving. It was the moments, though, when Steph wasn't on the floor. The basketball was still beautiful. It was Jonathan Kaminga stepping up. It was Jordan Poole stepping up. They're doing things like that.
3: That, that's a, that's a Euro E-go trip. We go
2: all around the world, and E-go then Steph
3: all around the world. Cheetah Girls gets oh. his
4: own rebound out to Jordan Poole. We're doing Cheetah Girls this week. That was a little bit of Cheetah Girls. That's a, we're aging ourselves, Malika. Seven point game at this point. Steph Curry
2: going to work again. When he makes threes like that, I, the Vince Carter, it's over. And then a the little hop back on defense.
3: Oh, that Curry, that little Curry scurry. The little Curry, right curry right scurry.
2: You <laughs> <A little curry laughs> don't like to see that. And then Clay Thompson, off of that beautiful pass from Steph. Even Steve Kerr has to shake his head at a pass like that. One more look at it.
3: Yeah, if you got, if you got coach them light skinned boys, you'd be frustrated too.
2: Well, the Warriors they complete the twenty point comeback. Here they were after the game. Take a listen. That first quarter and a half, they punked us.
1: And we were down 20. it takes take a real one to talk when you're down 20. And I was able to get my guys going, and then they started doing what they do, and I can do what I do. The one thing that we have in you know, Draymond's fire in the first half is the ultimate you know, testament and, and visual
5: of what it is, is we have a competitive spirit that is unmatched. Um, and it's been that way for a decade. Draymond
3: willed us to victory tonight. I mean, just... Um, his intensity his frustration early um, with the way we were playing mad at the world yelling at everybody their bench our bench me and frankly we we all deserved it we need his fire without draymond's fire his his energy his competitiveness this thing doesn't tie together
2: So the Warriors, this is breaking news here, they looked like the actual Warriors last night from the end of the third quarter on. It was business as usual, if you will. And that's because Draymond Green, he was playing with that fire that we just heard him talking about, doing all the little things on defense. And then when Steph is cooking, I mean, outscoring the Pelicans by himself in the final 530 of the third, we we should have known, right, what was to come. And then when Golden State, it's a vintage ball movement. I mean, giving up pass after pass, giving up a good look for a better look, shooting a season best 70% from the floor in the fourth. Richard Jefferson. Yes. I want to start with Draymond Green in all this. What did you see from him?
3: Well, when we say Warriors are being Warriors, this is how they won four championships. This is what they have been done. They're an outstanding team. Now, look at this graphic. Draymond Green, two for four in the first half, one for nine in the second. He is one of the most versatile defenders the NBA has ever seen. Maybe professional's Sports have ever seen. Now here's an example. Right, they're on a 15-4 run right now. He's getting, he got Jordan pull out. He's pointing. He's now taking a little break right there. He's still an old man now, but he is just the back of the traffic. He knows. So now, if you're the Kaminga, you don't got a foul. Play good defense. Run, run CJ off, and then close out. Look at that closeout. He stops the ball in the paint and closes out strong side to a bigger shooter. That is a very very difficult and technical play. It's impressive. It's a beautiful thing to watch.
2: Well, and we just heard Draymond Green say it because I, I feel this with you, Richard. When when you turn your game up a notch, I feel like that brings my game up a notch. Well,
3: yeah, that's why I'm here. I'm here to raise the level of everyone's ignorance. But that's, that's what, what Draymond that's what said about Steph,
2: is. right? He said, when I turn it up a notch, <laughs> Steph turned it up two notches. We all hopped in line and followed him and, no, and he was locked in. No one was stopping him. We've seen, though, Steph do this time and time again today. What was special about last
4: night? Well, this company, ESPN, loves a 30 for 30. Let me give you a 35 for 30. Most 35-point games age 30 or older. Steph jumped LeBron James and Kobe Bryant now at 66. Ooh. So that's so impressive. But let's talk about those shots that helped him in that big outpour. Uh, let's roll my tape, please. Director Cathy, thank you. Baby. The Warriors are number one in three-point makes per game. So you know a lot of shots are going up. But the real unsung hero is this guy right here, Kevon Looney. Three guys on defense, two on offense. He out-hustles. He out-taps him, gets another board. Now, he could have lost Steph, but he has the awareness to find him again and relocate. So even their misses turn to makes based off of not just one guy like Steph, it's the whole team.
2: I mean, and Steph did plenty of damage with the ball in his hands last night, and that is so important for Golden State. But the thing is, to me, when the Warriors are clicking, they're also moving the ball. It doesn't stick with Steph Curry, and that's what happened last night. We saw it in the highlight. Passes were being flung all around. So Kendra Perkins, talk to me about what stood out to you about Golden State. Are you You covering this uh, number on purpose?
1: Yes, I am. Um, You know when we talk about the three 305, we thinking about the sand, the beach, the sunny weather. We thinking about DJ Khaled, God did, Rick Ross, the boss. Austin. But I'm not talking about that type of 305 today. I'm talking about this one. 305, games with 30 assists. That's what the Golden State Warriors do. been doing since the Steve Kerr area. They lead the league and the second place is 132 more than the Nuggets. That's a lot, that's almost doubling. So run my tape real quick. Here we go right here. We talk about player movement. We talk about ball movement. Watch Klay Thompson on this play. He started on the opposite corner, relocates all the way to the top of the other wing over here for Steph to see him. This is the dagger. It's not about just ball movement. It's about the player movement. This is beautiful basketball. Look, Steve Kerr can't believe it. He didn't want four championship. Wait, wait, wait. Say, so no, wait, say. Wait, 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 wait,
3: wait, 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 America, Ameri- America, listen, listen, come with me. Come with me, America. Walk with me. They're bre- no, with no, 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 no. I don't care about you guys. They're See, they're breaking down film. I like to break down other things because, you know, that's just, that's the problem with me. Can we show this? Can we show? I, I want you guys you to see what? this. Because I saw this. Watch this. Did you see the POV? Watch their whole bitch. Look at Colin's ugly butt. Look at them! Watch their whole face. They're all just like, ah! Just to a man. Look at his face. He was just like, ah, Look away. They had to look away. Like, look at look. Uh, look, they're just like, uh, what? What you like? They're a whole bitch. So when they talk about fear, when they talk about the look, yeah, look at Oh uh, no, listen, we're gonna respect Willie we Green. Love Willie we Green. Love, yeah, Willie. love Willie Collins, Jaron Collins, Jason Collins. I don't know which one it is. We don't care about them, right? But look at it. Look, you got fans. It's like, yeah, bro, I feel you, bro. Look at it. Look, you just. Like, <laughs> My my favorite thing. If I ever had a highlight ever, the one time I had a highlight, you want to see the other bench's reaction. And when the bench is doing that, look at them. Even the fans are like, "We see y'all. We know. Here they come. Here come them Warriors. Here come them Warriors." Jackson Hayes is doing the. Ooh, ooh, ooh." you getting a stank
2: face? So here's the thing. The Warriors. This is their remaining schedule. When we look at it. The BPI chance to win these games, 93%, 32, 32 against Nuggets, 74. Well, How are we well, feeling about the Warriors? Well, right first now? of all,
1: that Portland number is too damn low. They're <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they yeah. been getting a spanking. But I will tell you this: you look at the Kings, the Thunder, those two teams in particular that's fighting to get into the postseason and stay in the play-in tournament. That's gonna be a test for the Warriors.
3: And, and let me be really honest: the playoffs have already started. Like, I think that's why you're seeing so such high-level games. You're seeing so many, like, again, we talked about the Embiid-Jokic matchup. There was no matchup, and that was, like, the biggest story. These games matter. They're all weighed the same. 82 games all weighted the same. But this right here, these are all must-win if you're the Warriors. They're all must-wins. Uh,
4: absolutely, and I think what we're seeing from the Signature Warriors, the reason why they're getting these wins is because of their defense. Mm. If you think about last year, the reason why they won the championship, they were number two in defensive rating. This year, they were 17th. It seems like finally we've been waiting on Draymond Green to say, hey, guys, follow me again. It right. seems like that moment happened last night. Like you said, the playoffs have started, and I love it. I love this play. The atmosphere has
2: already been electric, and the question was, okay, after the incident early in the season, is Draymond going to be able to have that fire? And we kind of said, if you, uh, well, well, hold on, hold on. Hold Hey,
4: I'm they, feeling they
1: just, good. They just right like having civil wolves now. Yeah, yeah, let, Let's
3: it, pump the brakes. Yeah, but it just was great. It, it was great to see a third quarter, second half comeback it at was. the Warriors. Because that is Warrior basketball. They run you around in the first half, third quarter, they break you down, and then fourth quarter.
4: Also, these games, especially without Wiggins, has allowed Jonathan Kaminga to sort of grow. You've seen right. more consistent double-digit outputs offensively. And then also Jordan Poole coming off the bench. It seems like he's finally more comfortable with his role now. Than it was before. So all of these things are happening at the right time, even though we're pumping the brakes a little bit. But at the end bit. of
2: the day, you know what I'm looking at when I see this schedule? Which one? <laughs> they
3: got to do it on the road, especially because the 100%. West. Some of these teams ain't so doing nothing, though. Tough. Some of these it teams will be resting.
2: It's only going to get tougher because Kevin Durant, ooh. the Suns, they are welcoming him back tonight. Ooh, so about, coming up next on NBA What about KD? How different, Richard? <laughs> will that offense look with him back as they square off against the Wolves tonight on ESPN? Plus, LeBron and the Lakers, they continue to make their playoff push. Can they get revenge against the Bulls? We look at their upcoming schedule. And... Speaking of LeBron, like father, like son. Bronny, he showed out last night in the McDonald's All-American game. Perk was there to see it with his own eyes, his assessment, and so much more. We'll be right back. Woo!
0: (laughs) Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Boom! On Yeho Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely.
5: This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Better because it has to be. NBA Today is
1: presented by American Express. Don't live life without it. I enjoy just waking up and getting to do this, but I know what's on our backs. Talk
3: about pressure. This championship,
1: you got to win this year. I know how significant a championship is to a city. I've been a part of two of those. Kevin Durant delivers.
5: No, Back back. NBA
1: Championship. I'm looking forward to getting back on that road to try to do it again. There's always pressure because I'm one of the best players that ever played a game. Up jumper. Durant got it. So every time I step on the floor, people going to expect me to do great things. And the team, I'm on to do great things. The this fan base is looking forward to cheering for a winner.
2: Get your popcorn ready. Kevin Durant, he returns to action right here on ESPN. Huge matchup between the Suns and the Wolves. KD has missed the last ten games. What should we expect, Rich?
3: Oh, you know you know what his name is. It's Kevin Durant. Like the minute you get Kevin Durant on your team, you have a top 15 offense. The more weapons you have around him, the higher your offense moves. They got Devin Booker. They got DeAndre Ayton. They will be a top five, a top three offense. And so it's really about figuring out their defense. But Kevin Durant, there is no answer for him. He was one of the original unicorns. I know we use that term a lot now, but we've never seen a six foot eleven, seven foot two guard that has that ability.
1: You know the thing about KD is that we know he's a walking bucket. We know in my eyes, arguably the greatest scorer of all time when Mm. it comes to putting the ball in the basket. But we don't give enough credit to him when he slides to that point forward position in his decision making. And I think this is going to provide an opportunity for Chris Paul to actually play off the ball, which I kind of like. Like I love when KD actually is running the offense because we know he could get his own shot, but when he's getting others involved and he's also being engaged on the defensive side of things because let's be real, We're watching Chris Paul age right in front of our eyes. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's okay. I mean, we're the same age, right? No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Are you serious?
3: Yeah, wait. I thought he was older than me.
1: uh, Shut up. (laughs) But listen, here's the thing, though. I want to see him getting back to just being that leader, orchestrating things. And I want to see his decision making.
4: You know, you guys mentioned uh, the defensive aspect, and I want our producer, Jose, to correct me. I think they're eighth in defensive rating. And the big question with the Suns after getting Kevin Durant was, like, what is their expectation? Should they win a championship this year? I think absolutely because the West is wide open. Wide open, I think it's difficult to do it the first year you incorporate a new star, but they have an opportunity. We're talking about the Phoenix Suns who not too long ago was in the NBA Finals. Then you add a guy in that's 30 points per game, shooting 57% from the field. Offensively, we're going to probably get those Brooklyn Nets numbers. Defense is a question. If they're eighth in defensive rating, give me a thumbs up, Producer Jose. I'm pretty sure. You know, oh, I got my thumbs up. You've got a top 10 defense. You're going to have a great offense. You have Kevin Durant. Now the question is depth. Depth. You know, as the games go on and on, and you saw the Celtics really get tired when it came to the end of the road for them, you wonder how will the Suns be, especially trading everybody and their mama. So that's the big question. Will they be able to withstand the the vigor of the playoffs?
3: History is against them, and I will say that with all due respect. History is against them. No team has traded for a player that's a top-five player and then won the championship. It, it, you know that th- year. That year. It took LeBron it, it, a year. Yeah, it took. It took. You 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 think about what what um, the Lakers when I when they get Paul Gasol. You know maybe he wasn't a top ten player, but he was the final piece to that puzzle, right? The one thing I would say, Detroit Pistons, they traded for Rasheed Wallace at the All Star break, uh, and then they ended up going on and winning a championship. So history does not lend, but I don't think their window is that small, right? Because people, especially when you start looking at the free agent market this summer, right. is when they go, oh wow. Um, I could go there for a minimum and live in Phoenix <laughs> right, and play yeah. with these dudes. Yeah, I'll go do that. Well, and that was part of the reason why the Kevin Durant trade was so unique. Mm. The time left on his contract, too. Mm-hmm.
2: They have a runway here with KD. But when you look at their first three games, what Devin Booker and Kevin Durant were able to do on the floor. You talked about defense, Sinead. Offensively, they're a juggernaut. They combine for, what, 188
3: a points lot. <laughs> mm. for the first three mm. games <laughs> together. And you can see how that ranks. That's just insane. Well, I, I want the. I want the, when the honeymoon is over. That's the one thing. They have haven't had a honeymoon is over spot because there's going to be a time where Devin gets mad at KD, where Chris Paul gets mad at sure. DeAndre Aiden. You got to go through those trials and then come through them a stronger team. They're going to be doing that with seven games left and then into the postseason versus teams that have been in the fight. Didn't we have together. that question
4: about the Warriors, though, last year? Mm-hmm. How much time do they have left? But today? they'd all been together. But they'd together. already been, they'd together, had already and that's been, been together. That's why it's hard. That's why it was different. But then there's
2: some teams, like our team, where we're still in the honeymoon phase eight, now, two years in. Mm, well, you two. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't, for sure. We, we are always on the page. Are. But then on you the flip side of this matchup, the Timberwolves, they've been playing really well. This they've been playing some a, great basketball. It's not just a walk in the park here for the Phoenix Suns. And Anthony Edwards, he certainly has to show up, but he also touted one of his other teammates in all this. Take, take a listen.
0: You look at the – like this guy right here is calling the games for the Suns like he just mentioned. He's happy because they got Durant. You're right. trying to compete <laughs> against him. You're laughing now. Were you laughing when the trade made?
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I'm a competitor, man. I'm uh, – you know, I feel like I'm just as good as any one of those guys that got traded. So, um, and I feel like I can guard any one of them. So, you know, they got KD, but we got Jaden McDaniels, you know, who can guard him. Um, so, yeah, he can guard. Yeah, so we not, you know, we, we here for it, man.
2: I mean, Anthony Edwards is confident when Ant is confident in Jaden McDaniels. He's made his impact
4: on both ends of the floor here. Shanae, what have you seen from him? I mean, look at these numbers. Jaden McDaniels is so impressive. He is Mr. Lockdown. As a primary defender, Jaden has matched up against this year's All-Stars 1,012 times. He is one of three players, Mikael Bridges, Dylan Brooks himself, with 1,000 defensive matchups against this year's All-Stars. He's also held the 2023 All-Stars to 43% shooting and to 1.01 points per shot both ranking in the top 12 in the NBA. So let me show you how he gets it done. I mean, he is Mr. Lockdown. Now this was on Sunday. They're up to the T-Wolves. They're trying to win the game with a stop. He's guarding Steph Curry. He's so good at denying the ball. 6'9 versus 6'2, but usually 6'9 guys don't move like this. Steph is setting a screen to sort of free himself up. Look at the physicality, look at the length, denying the ball, active. But this is what I love right here. If you leave Steph Curry for a second, usually he burns you. He still knows where help defense is, and forces a turnover. So good at denying the ball and this is an asset to the T-Wolves. Now let's go to Monday. All right, this is Mr. Clutch. De'Aaron Fox, 6'3", he's 6'9". The guy who leads the NBA in clutch time. Off of a double staggered screen. Not many guys can really get through that with a clean opportunity. He forces so many difficult shots. Look at the contest. I love his defense, and I think when you have guys like Ant Edwards saying, look, I'm going to shoulder the offense, we've got guys like McDaniels helping us defensively, and then also you get a boost, you get a bonus, because I think the last two or three games, right. he's had 20 uh, you know, double-digit outputs. You're getting balanced basketball from both ends
3: of the floor from him. Okay, really quickly, you, you've been a teammate of KD. I've played against him in the NBA Finals. Jaden McDaniels is a very good defensive player, but let's not – Let's not do that. Like you, we could roll the t- tape of Sean Kemp being like, "Yeah, yeah, that's the Kobe stopper right there." Talking about Reuben Patterson, there is nobody that is created that can guard Kevin Durant. We, I'm just saying, for him. But, for, for but, let him say that. But, but let him have his
1: moment, he can man. Have since, moment. He can yeah, have because his ever moment. since they uh, traded D'Angelo Russell, when you look at what De- McDaniel's and Edwards were doing together before he got hurt, for us defensively, they I'm, was uh, the best. I love it. But,
4: but give the man, oh, man his take, just due. He's
1: in the a, conversation yeah, with us. He's going to Mc- go out here and be a KD stopper. We're no, just, we just yeah. giving the man his props. And, him, and what happened if he does? Then I you're, you're going to say, oh, just, it was, just, was KD first game back
3: from injury. No, I'm not, I'm not talking about so, the game. I'm talking about big, bigger picture. And
4: big like, picture. He's shown a consistent output of being yeah. one of the best defensively. Mikhail Bridges, Brooks. I bet you everyone and today just learned McDaniel's McNagall in
1: that
3: conversation. For defensive
1: guys. It's the loafers. I'm not hating. It's the loafers. I'm just saying let's
3: not put too much pressure on we're not putting pressure better. on we we're, just, we just we're him. We're giving him his flowers. Very, very, very clear, by the Richard. Way, Thank all, you, Perk.
2: You're always hating. A little bit. We appreciate oh, it. Oh, it. We have oh, a lot more oh, to get oh, into oh, on our show today. Me uh, me remember the bet. last time, guys? I'll
3: give you
0: one more bite.
2: <laughs> you guys remember the last time Luka and Kyrie took on Philly, what happened? No. <laughs> <laughs> Find our viewers—they have <laughs> dueling 40 pieces. Can we expect that again? And it's starting to get a little scary. Bronny continues to follow in the footsteps of his dad. He's making this look easy.
4: A happy meal.
2: <laughs> Whoa! But Whoa!
4: We have that some was some major
2: news regarding inductees to the Basketball Hall of Fame from our Adrian Wojnarowski. We will get to that in just a little bit. Back in! <laughs>
5: Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem, call 1 800 Gambler. Terms and conditions apply, see app for details. Uh, it was awful. Dog. <laughs> I think you can see it with me on the court, but it's just been
1: so
2: frustrating.
3: The Hornets! sweep two from Dallas! Sound the damn alarm. They need defensive help badly.
0: But We gotta figure out how to stop the bleeding.
2: Um, they're in a little bit of a dark place right now. A Those back-to-back bit. losses to the lottery-bound Charlotte Hornets, it really set off some alarm bells. So Dallas is currently five games under 500 since Kyrie Irving arrived. I don't think it's fair to put all of the blame on Kyrie Irving nope. like we talked about with Tim McMahon the other day. There are some bright spots here. So we're going to start with the positive tonight. Okay, good. Specifically, earlier this month, remember Kyrie Irving, Luca? they both dropped 40 against the Sixers. When this duo came together, it feels like this is more what Dallas fans had in mind when they combined for 82 to beat a fully healthy Sixers. So the Mavs are in Philly tonight in a rematch. It feels like that was so long ago, Richard. How can they duplicate that success?
3: Well, it was long ago. And this is one of the things teams are – this was early in that stretch. And so teams were – trying to figure it out that's that one thing mm-hmm. like when you look at KD's numbers it's like you're still trying to figure out how to guard it and I think that was the biggest thing that I saw that night but as they progress teams are like wait a second we can attack them we can do this so in order for them to do that but I think these two guys also need to be leaders they need to be leaders not only holding others accountable defensively but holding each other in each in like themselves to the highest level of accountability because that's the only way it's gonna, they can put up 40 a piece and not win
4: but let's be real that's their best shot right now their defense has really struggled the entire year so- So, I think they have to lean into their basketball IQ. Luka Doncic is one of the most doubled players on offense. Feed off of that. You're kicking out on the opposite side to Kyrie Irving. And so, when I look at their offense overall, they're going to have to, you know, control the game from start to finish. You don't want Joel B to control it. You don't want Philly to have the pace, like, which we know that pace is a little bit different. You want those two guys to really do that. And we all know Luka's great in first and third quarters. Kyrie's great in second and fourth. Keep the ball in their hands. Let them make decisions. That's their best shot through their offense.
2: Well, James Harden and Joel Embiid missed the last game against the Denver Nuggets. They're still listed as questionable for tonight. So perhaps Dallas could be catching a break here, although we expected them not to be out for an extended absence perk.
1: (laughs) They're going to be on the break going to Cancun because they ain't getting in. And I'm I'm, I'm talking about the play-in tournament. Like, let's be real. They had to score 40 apiece to beat Philly the last time that they played. That's how much they have to contribute on the offensive end. This roster is not good that's surrounding them when it comes to the Dallas Mavericks. And we already know that, yes, Luka, he tries, but he's gonna get picked on defensively. We also know that about Kyrie Irving. And the best way to wear those guys down because you have to act so much for them on the offensive end it's put them in pick and rolls and things to that nature and make them guard.
4: But isn't Cancun that mentality that all right, this might be a wash for us bringing these two guys together? Isn't that like horrible with all that's at stake, especially with risking it all by getting Kyrie and then Kyrie could leave? Don't you want them to say, at least we got the play and we built some kind of foundation? I feel like that's uh, the better alternative. I
1: mean, I, I mean, I'm just stating the facts and the obvious. Right now, they're in the 11th spot. You got them getting in the play-in tournament. Not
4: necessarily, okay, but I'm so just what saying that about. You, you. And I
1: ain't have them going to Cancun. Why you didn't say Jamaica?
4: I mean, we could have said Bahamas, we could have said Turks and Caicos. I'm just saying you've got to fight to the end because you know that it's bigger than just missing the playoffs. It's missing another star player that you really gambled a lot for.
3: Well, if you make it to the conference finals and you show that type of progression, this is regression. Like, they are not doing well. Now, the one thing I will say again Mm-hmm. Both of these guys are relatively on the younger side. You could use them as your pieces and then you build around. That is one of the issues when you make a trade midseason. When you make a trade midseason, you're giving up a lot of pieces. Look at Phoenix. You worry about their depth. Yep. Look, the, look at the Dallas Mavericks. You worry about their defense. Well, you can get defense via depth. So maybe they go into the offseason, they re-sign their pieces, and then add a couple of pieces around them.
1: Uh, you know what? Zach was sitting here, and I miss him so much. Me too. Because he says something, and I wish he was sitting here now so that he can enlighten you about the trust factor when it comes down to Kyrie Irving. When we th- talk about Kyrie, and Zach said this last week, we saw how he bailed on Boston. We just saw how he bailed on his best friend, Kevin Durant. In what world is Dallas going to trust him?
3: That's a different conversation. The conversation I was <laughs> right. trying to say is that if you have two <laughs> superstars, you can build around yeah. them during the summer.
2: And the fact of the matter is, at this point, they're 11th on the outside looking in. And to Perk's point, they're sort of all of these dominoes that could fall. It's just one game tonight, but it would be a step in the right direction. You can catch that game tonight as a part of our Wednesday doubleheader, the MAP, 6 or 7.30 Eastern. Then it's off to the desert for Kevin Durant, his return as the Suns host the Timberwolves. We get it started on NBA Countdown. And by we, I mean the three of us, but
3: not Richard. Jeffing. Thank God. Bye. It's time for putting in work, though, yeah, listen, presented reach. by
2: Upwork. P.J. Washington. He you put up him. a career-high 43 last night in a win against OKC Perk. That included 22 in the fourth quarter. The Hornets have won three straight, with P.J. putting up 92 points over that stretch. So Washington is the first Hornets player with a 40-point game this season, and the 54th, which is staggering, 54th player in the NBA to score 40 points. That's the most 40-point scores in a season in NBA history, seven more than the previous record. Six players have 10 40-point games. That includes Donovan Mitchell. So, speaking of Mitchell, let's do a little coast-to-coast here. Check out what's going on around the rest of the league. Mitchell, he scored 44 points, but the Hawks, they walked away with a two-point win. They're 38 and 38. Cheney, was this more about the Hawks or the Cavs?
4: I think it's more about the Hawks because the Cavs are kind of firmly, I believe, at fourth in the East. They have 29 losses, and the next guy, the Knicks, are at 33. So, they feel pretty good. So, it's about the Hawks that are really fighting for their opportunities and trying to build some type of promise. They're at eighth, trying to move their way up. They could possibly get to sixth. So this was more about the Hawks fighting for something.
2: Well, then the Raptors, they picked up a big win over the Miami Heat, improved to 10 and one in their last 11 home games. The second best in the NBA over that span. Richard, why is Toronto such a tough place to play?
3: Because it's a lot of fun, right? The energy, (laughs) the off the court. There's a lot of things going on in Toronto. It's one of the best cities that you could ever be in, play in. Fans are outstanding. And they do have a ton of talent. They have a ton of talent. It just hasn't come together.
2: Let's stick in the East here because the Wizards shot 55% against the Celtics Mm. in their upset victory, the third highest percentage allowed by Boston this season. The Celtics, they entered the game with the fourth best defensive efficiency in the league, but they gave up 130 points in the loss. So let's take a listen to the head coach, Joe Mazzula. I think
0: the basket was moving and we just couldn't see it. um, no, nah, I think just games like that you when, you know, you're not scoring, um, but then you're giving up transition. It's just it's hard to come back.
1: Playing from behind the whole night was tough.
3: Obviously we gotta we gotta start better. Um, and we gotta learn from it. Um, and if we don't, it's gonna be tough for us and if we do, you know, I think
0: we'd be fine. It's just one of those nights. That's, that very uh, rarely has that happened to our team. So it's um, just one of those off nights.
2: So the Celtics entered this one as an 11-point favorite. They lost by 19. It marks their fourth double-digit loss as a double-digit favorite this season. That's tied for the most in a season by any team over the last 30 years. And then they have a tough one coming up because they face the Bucks on Thursday. But I feel like at some point it's like, okay, are, are they just... Bored? is it just that point in the season what's the most concerning part of this if any for you
1: you know what I was concerned a while back but I'm not I talked to Danny Ainge and me and him had an hour conversation we actually talked about the Celtics right now in their team and he was like they'll be fine they're just bored right now perk I trust those guys they're ready for the big moment and so right there I was like you know I value Danny opinion I value what comes out of his mouth the great Danny Ainge and so that's the only part of the conversation I actually can share with y'all, but I'm not worried. They'll turn it on.
3: Okay, and it's the same thing. We saw Denver go through it about a, what, two weeks ago. They lost three, four straight games. They were in a little and and look. The, yeah, but but we can't we can't compare the Celtics. No, no, no. I'm just saying teams okay. that are at the top and they get a little complacent in this final this third. This team went to the finals. I, I understand, but, okay, what but I am what I'm referencing. Stop touching me. Okay, what I'm referencing, Kendrick oh. Perkins, oh. is this. What, what I'm referencing, what I'm referencing, is this. When you are up in the top one, two, and you're kind of solidified in where your positioning is going to be, I know Boston, you get into this weird, we just got to get there. Don't forget Milwaukee, when they won the championship, they didn't have the best record. They weren't fighting for home court. They were just like, hey, we're going to get there, get healthy. Yeah, and
4: we're in the middle of March Madness, and I always tell people my senior year, we lost the final game of the Pac-12 tournament. That was the first time it happened in a while. That set us up for a run to the Final Four. Mm. I think it's very similar. You see teams that might lose a couple of games, that actually sets them up, because the big question about them not winning the championship was like, they were ran out of gas I think they're sort of pacing themselves embracing themselves for what's to come that Bucks game we'll yeah. see who they are You're when they play against, right. play against Giannis well because the iron
2: sharpens iron I expect them to be an entirely like ready to fight
1: iron right? sharpens iron and friends sharpens friends
2: is that what you two are no
3: yeah. no Now we're co-workers <laughs> that's it we are co-workers
2: <laughs> all right can someone get us some happy meals <laughs> let's it. Get it. keep good. pushing our NBA today because Bronny he had a big night at the McDonald's All-American game should I do it again
4: Ronald McDonald don't do that. Yeah, do it please. You're 2 for 2, 100% from the field.
1: (laughs) Welcome back to NBA today presented by American Express.
2: Welcome back to NBA today NBA commissioner Adam Silver he held his annual press conference at the Board of Governors meeting earlier today and a central theme was the collective bargaining agreement and what happens if they cannot reach a deal this week take a listen to what he had to say.
3: If we don't have a deal by this Friday night and nothing else were to happen. Yes, it would be our intention to opt out of the current deal. It doesn't therefore mean though that the deal will sunset at the end of June because we will still have you know, essentially, you know, we we'll still have April, May, and June to negotiate a collective bargain agreement. I still think it would be a lost opportunity in this window because I think the pressure. Um, by the way, both sides have the right to opt out. I, I, again, I don't want to speak for the Players Association. Maybe they would be opting out um, if we don't have a deal done by Friday night, but um, you know, it's, it's, it's certainly our view that there are changes we would like to make to the collective bargaining agreement, there are changes they would like to make to the collective bargaining agreement, and we're best doing them and under, under, getting this done in the next few days. But if we don't, we will then have those next few months to do before the, the actual end of the collective bargaining agreement, at the end of June.
2: For more on this, we welcome in our front office insider, Bobby Marks. Bobby, help us distill why this is so important here that we're talking about this Friday deadline.
5: Well, we've got 48 hours, right? We started in December as far as an opt, uh, opt-out date. Then we, then it got moved to February, and now we've got the end of, of March. And, Malika, if there's no deal in place, as you heard the commissioner say, the likelihood is that the NBA will opt out. And now we're faced with a June 30th deadline here and. As you know, people react differently when there's a deadline in place. We react differently when it's April, May, June. And I think from the league's perspective, you do not want this hanging over when the playoffs start in mid-April, when the finals start in, in early June, the potential of a work stoppage when July 1st comes around here. So I think it's important to get something done. As you heard the commissioner did say that they are, they did make ground on things. The one word I didn't like him use was the word gap. So Hmm. how do you get that gap closed within 48 hours here? And uh, for the best interest of both sides is to get a deal done. The one clip Malika that was not played and was asked was about Adam Silver's intention as far as the possibility of joining Disney as their head here. And the commissioner dismissed that. He said he is not going anywhere. And I think for the best interest of all of us here, We all have the best commissioner in the NBA. I think Perk and and Richard and Chanae can talk about that a a lot more. But we've got the best commissioner of all sports, and it's good to hear him say that he is not going anywhere.
2: I want to go back to two other things that you, you mentioned here, Bobby. You mentioned a gap, and then you also mentioned, I think when you say work stoppage, people's ears perk up and think, okay, how likely is that and what would that look like? And do we have any details on what that gap is that we're trying to close?
5: Well, the gap is there was a question asked of him as far as they, you know, is there a percentage as far as as far as some of these negotiating points? Is, is there one where it's 100 percent done? And as you know, in a negotiation, there is a trade-off here. And whether it be collective bargaining agreements, whether it the mechanics of the CBA, as far as the salary cap purposes, Um, you know, we're in a kind of a fluid area, whether it's TV rights, we've got a new TV contract coming up in the Mm -hmm. next few years here. We don't know what the future is going to hold. And yeah, the one word or the, I guess the two words that we don't want to hear is work stoppage. I've lived through a work stoppage. It gets ugly. The league is in a great place right now to get a deal done. And that's why for all of us, I hope something gets done by Friday night.
2: So we're looking toward Friday. We have 48 hours for this deal to be completed. Bobby Marks, thank you so much for spending some time with us here on NBA Today. Back in studio with our full crew. I think Bobby Marks hit on it when he said that Adam Silver, what he has done for the NBA, it has been such a – it's been so good to watch. It's been good to see all of the changes that he's made. It's just that there's a couple of points that we're waiting to see whether or not Friday that will be done, and we certainly hope that it will be. But that's not what I want to talk about right now. Mm. On this date in 2004 – Something very special
3: happened. What was that? What? Oh, I know this one. It's Richard! Wait a second, look at a bitch! Look at the Celtic bitch! That's like I was talking about. I didn't even know you guys are sweat- you guys are you guys are nice. I got my boy Scout. Oh look, Paul Pierce is there too. Thought he was gonna jump and try and block it. Nah, he knows better than that. Could, could our producer Forrest block that? No, Forrest, I dunk on Forrest in a heartbeat. Forrest, come on now. Look at that. Look at you guys are making my day. You guys are so sweet. We
2: feel like we've been a little, we've been a little mean to you lately. Well,
3: I just don't feel like I get the respect that I deserve. No, no, you get the respect it's, you it's, deserve yeah. because it's mm. no one asked you, bro. Mm. I ain't. I can answer. okay, cool. What? Well, you feel like you
4: don't get the respect you deserve? Or... Right. What are you uh, talking? Only about? in my own head. <laughs> well, that's it. That's what I was going to say. my own Larger than life, man. It's larger than
3: life, man. Look, I appreciate you guys making Look at you guys are sweet, man. Good. I appreciate y'all. No, you can leave. We're good with you. Oh, I'm yeah. clear?
2: No, you're not. So, <laughs> LeBron James, the Lakers, they continue their march toward the playoffs. We're going to explain why they've got some revenge on their mind, particularly on this particular road trip. Particularly. Particularly.
4: Particularly.
1: sitting up here talking about the record and things of that nature. That's all cool, but I'm more passionate about trying to make the postseason. I want to make a push to make the playoffs. That's just who I am. That's where I'm cut from. I want to see myself not being part of the postseason for two years straight. It's not part of my DNA. I've always been confident once we got to the playoffs, we could repeat what it is.
2: So the Lakers' playoff push, it continues tonight. They face the Bulls. L.A. lost on Sunday to Chicago in LeBron's return to action. Patrick Beverly, he let his former team hear it down the stretch. So this is a huge game for the Lakers. They enter the night as the nine seed, but they're a half game up on the Thunder and the Mavericks. So the Lakers, they play their next four games away from Crypto.com Arena before finishing their five-game road trip as the team is away. They're in a pivotal matchup against the Clippers right here on April 5th. So kind of a
3: road trip. Maybe they'll beat the Rockets this time. Every game is important for
2: the Lakers here on out. All right, it's important. That maybe they'll beat the Rockets. How many are they going well, go to Why are you guys looking at me? They they lost gonna, to the he Rockets knows what last he's time. doing. What it's are they okay. going to do
3: on the road trip? What's your prediction? I don't think they're going to beat Chicago. I, think huh? they're, I don't think they're going to beat Chicago, and then I think they're going to end the in.
2: Okay, well, end how many well. do they need to win for you to feel good about their final landing here?
3: How many games they got left? I wasn't listening.
2: They have five on the road seven trip. Seven total, total?
3: I think they have to go five and four. That's, That's
2: nine. That's nine. Like, <laughs> I know you didn't go to Stanford like Janae, bro. Arizona.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Uh, so Janae, when your producer's help. laughing in your ear.
2: Help! Yo! Help us
5: you get on. your
4: fingers out of my arm, Whoa. bro. Today, help us get
3: our We're going six track. and four. <laughs>
4: Can't even right now, Richard. This is ridiculous. Right now the Lakers they're what? Like this is this is obscene. <laughs> they okay. They it it or Chicago, or Minnesota, Houston, do they beat the Bulls? They will have to. Yeah. I mean they will absolutely have to. Will they beat the Wolves? They can, but the Wolves are playing better. Do they beat the Rockets? I mean they better beat they the Rockets. Make a pick. Oh, I think the yeah, they're going to make a push. They're going to have uh, to win. How, so. many, how wins? many wins? They're going to win more than trip. they lose. That's what I'm going to say. Oh, that's going to win more than they I lose. I don't
1: know. I don't know how many they're going to win, but I know they better win tonight. Oh I know that LeBron three. and AD better <laughs> get two. their lick back on what Patrick Beverly did. Well, that's what I'm again. saying. And stop for a minute. Can we take a moment to appreciate Patrick Beverly in the Chicago Bulls? Because we talk about Rob Palenka and what he surrounded LeBron and A.D. with with the pieces. Let's talk about the addition of Patrick Beverly to the Bulls. This team was a disaster. So many rumors were leaked out about, you know, guys not getting along. Guys not seeing eye to eye with Billy Donovan. Patrick Beverly came right into that locker room and developed chemistry. They're 10-6 with him on the squad. Mm. He's giving them that leadership. That emotional guy that put the key in their back. We seeing, we seeing a great basketball out of Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan right now. This is not going to be an easy game for the Lakers. And guess what? Their guards are going to have to strap down. Because what I saw the last time they played the Bulls was I saw Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan Picking on Austin Reeves. So he going to have to make sure he's ready to slide the puck.
4: Hey, but Austin Reeves, I mean, you don't bet against him so far this season. He's I'll, really stepped I'll slide up against
1: the Bulls. Perk,
4: I got you. I got you. So what are you saying? They're going on the road trip? Five games. I'm saying three and two.
1: I said they go. I said they go four and one. They go lose tonight and win the rest of. Them.
2: I'm with you. I think they're going to go before the Clippers game. So I'm, I guess a well, four-game road well, trip right before they return to Crypto. They got to go three and one to feel good about all of this. But before heading to Chicago, LeBron James he made a pit stop in where today? H town. H town, to baby. Finally get, get to see some good basketball. You Ronnie play in the, let McDonald's. That's
1: that's the game. Let us. When we have
2: Wemby. He put up a three-point shooting clinic. He was five of eight from deep, 15 points in front of his family. Although the West fell to the East by a final score of 109-106. What about little Bronny, man? DJ Wagner, that's that's the son of LeBron's former teammate, though, won. Yeah, he of the game.
1: Zero points at halftime. Oh, and then, Zero yeah, points. Yeah, 90, we got, got that. You yeah. had a front row seat. I ain't have a front row, but you
3: you know. Yeah. Yeah. You have two, Did two you seats. See my Did series? you have two, uh, no, oh, Did my you God. two seats? Richard, sorry, that's not. That's.
2: <laughs> come on, please. Let's go to break. Still to come on NBA Today. We're going to talk about the <laughs> Hall of Fame. D Wade, Dirk. We I have really some news you. that we will share with you in sixty seconds. Hannah Hidalgo, Gigi no,
1: Congratulations. NBA Today is presented by American Express. Don't live life without it.
2: ESPN is the home of the Women's Final Four at American Airlines Center in Dallas Friday night. LSU Virginia Tech is at 7 Eastern, followed by Iowa South Carolina. I can't wait for that one. Oh, Coverage yes. begins with our Final Four special at.
3: School. Hey, tune in to the Bird Terassi show. Woo! If y'all don't remember that, if y'all don't remember the Bird Terassi, <laughs> oh, They do not. They do not let you down. Let you me just and shout <laughs> out my girl Don Stanley. Conversation me.
1: with hashtag Bird Terassi. Like they know you. Ooh, like, from, they know you. Yeah, they don't. They, don't, they, don't, they, they
3: don't I,
2: my
1: Oh. I like like That's
2: my the people. newest Hall of Famers, our own Adrian Wojnarowski reporting that Dwayne Wade, Dirk Nowitzki, Pau Gasol, Ooh. Tony Parker, Becky Hammond, Greg Popovich are among the finalists who've been elected into the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame for the class of 2023. A formal announcement will come at the Final Four in H-Town this weekend. Impressive
1: <laughs> Yeah, it is. Especially D-Wade, right? No MVPs, but... Showing you what winning culture, like winning mm-hmm. habits, winning championships, going out there and doing it a great Yeah, 13-time All-Star. Uh,
3: man, man, I'm just a, joking. He's like 10. <laughs> Who cares?
4: Becky, shout Becky's out to Becky, legend. our teammate. Yep, our teammate, teammate here. Tony, here. Here.
3: Tony yeah. Parker. Tony Parker, the OG. The official of
4: announcement
2: coming this weekend. Congratulations, TP amazing Dirk. to see all of that. It's That's also been great. I mean, our teammate Becky Hammond getting into the Hall of Fame. It's yeah. great to have all you guys back in studio That's a today.
3: beautiful, well, it was a beautiful class. That was a beautiful, I love that. That's a great class.
4: You the didn't
2: class. hear what you just said? <laughs> right, <now> <laughs> that, like, that we're all together? Yeah. Yeah. No, Richard's ignoring me. I feel like Richard just gets up in the morning, looks himself in the mirror, and says, hello, beautiful. That's what the
3: mirror says to me. That's what the mirror, the mirror says, hello, beautiful. And you I am talk us. back. <laughs> I right, <what> you want.
4: <laughs> Let's put up tonight's slate of games. we got some good ones going down you okay? tonight across no. the association. Hurts <laughs> had the giggles all day long. Lakers and Bulls <laughs> is a big
2: one. Mavs 76ers on ESPN. And, of course, the return of Kevin Durant. We're going to be getting you everyone started with NBA <laughs> countdown. I, I'm done. I'll see y'all tomorrow.
3: <laughs> You're clear, tonight? Richard, what? you are clear right now. I'm clear. Right I'm now. clear. I'm yeah. I got to go. I, I go. go. Bye. Go. We need you. You Did, you guys see a... my... Did you guys see my shoes today? <laughs> oh, no. what's saw your you? I, go. Go. Your ankles. Ankles. Hey, do you
4: I got these ashy ankles. ankles. Ooh. Kathy, please get <laughs> his
3: ankles. Ooh, let's get them <laughs> angels, girl. Get them ankles. Hey, when you light-skinned, you don't have to use as much lotion. We no, will see. more. them Gucci? Gucci? NFL bro.
1: Live is coming up next.